This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. yourself down strap yourself in as you're going to be listening to armitage on the paranoid squirrel rock show where over the course of the next hour you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio but don't Welcome to Dystopia.
every so often I remark that music excites me. It gets me out of bed in the morning and is literally the soundtrack to my day. Every week, whilst myself, Barton and Fenny getting the music ready for the up and coming show, I'm like, ooh, ooh and ooh. This week I added another ooh whilst also running around in circles with pyramidic glee at what I could squeeze into the hour this week. Uh, yeah, it has been suggested that this show should uh, double in length to include even more punk, junk and glunk. Uh, there are a few things uh, stopping me. Firstly, uh, it will be virtually impossible to change the intro from anything can happen in the next hour to next two hours. It was hard enough editing the half out in the first place. Secondly, I've only got an hour slot here at the wonderful Rock Radio UK. Yes, I know when I was furloughed, the Sunday morning repeat was a new show. But thirdly, uh, and most importantly, uh, it takes David Williams an hour to drive into work on a Saturday morning. On his way in, he listens to this show. If I was to make it longer, he'd have to leave home an hour earlier and drive, you know, really slowly. So that's why the Paranoid Squirrel is only an hour. What's that button? He could listen to the second half on his way home. Uh, anyway, getting things underway this week were Dan Vapid and the Cheats and Welcome to Dystopia, the title track from their just-released new album that was swiftly and seamlessly followed by Lucifer Star Machine and their new single, Censor Shipped. It's been a long time since I've seen them live. Uh, the cartoon in Croydon supporting the Germans springs to mind. Censorship was taken from the Satanic Age album that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 15th of April. Way off, I know. However, in the run-up, the band will be releasing more singles to tide us over. Right, let's get back onto new music. And more kicks have just released the Punch Drunk album. And what a fine album it is. But don't take my word for it. This is... In Luke.
demos. Oh, I love demos. So I was pleased to learn that Steve Vincent, he of Paradise Alley and the Steve Vincent Band, otherwise known as the Vincents, and host of the ratings topping Mystery City Radio Show, had found a bunch of long-deleted CD singles from his side project band, The Black Stars, back in Black EP that uh, was initially put together in 2007 but self-released in 2012. The EP was limited to just 100 copies to be sold on the band's Black Rain tour. Unfortunately, the band members went their separate ways at the end of the aforementioned and said tour. Obviously, the remaining CDs were put away and overlooked for a decade until Steve found them putting two of the digital tracks up on his solo Bandcamp site with the third track only available on the physical CD. That song is a demo of the song Believe that Paradise Alley recorded that you can find on the compilation CD, The Rest of the Best. I just love hearing, you know, an alternative. You can tell it's Steve on vocals and musically they're not a million miles away from each other. They're just different. <laughs> Chances, boy, is what you said to me. I got your life ahead of you. Gotta do what we believe. Excuse me now, maybe wrong. Got my own mistakes to make. Well, I believe a tale of destruction like a black star lying in my way. Leave me alone and just like 
gotta believe in you. You gotta believe, you gotta believe, you gotta believe in you. You gotta believe, you gotta believe, you gotta believe in you. You gotta believe, you gotta believe in you. Last week, the Motorhead album Iron Fist, the last to feature the three amigos of Lemmy, Fast Eddie and Filthy Phil, celebrated its 40th anniversary with the release of a deluxe expanded edition. Admittedly, the actual anniversary was on the 18th of April, but what's five months between pressing plants? The original tracks have been remastered and have been bolstered with alternative versions that have been knocking around on various semi-official releases for years. What's new? is the live concert recorded at the legendary Glasgow Apollo on the 18th of April 1982 and the Jackson Studio demos recorded in October the previous year. Yes, I'm going to ooh, ooh, and indeed ooh. A lot of them are works in progress with unfamiliar names that would go on to be songs we know, like Young and Crazy, that would become Sex and Outrage. Others are pretty much fully formed, like the title track.
doesn't sit well with me when the band splits up only to reform without key members. It seems like the objective is to get rid of someone you don't get on with and it's the uh, easy option, you know, the hard one being having to sack them. I know, I've been on both the receiving end and the one splitting the band up for only a week, later to reform with a couple of new recruits. Mind you, both me and friend of the show and Squirrel Associate Arkwright had the decency to change the name of the band. Anyway, I read a couple of weeks ago that the Vibrators, whose farewell gigs uh, with original members at the Dublin Castle in February, were cancelled due to health issues, were to continue under the name of the Vibrators V2. Original members of Knox and Eddie have retired and given long-time guitarist Nigel Bennett their blessing to continue with new members of Stan Stammers on bass and vocals and Tim Huthert on drums. However, that news hasn't gone down well in some quarters. Long-time bassist and vocalist Pete posted on Facebook and I quote, You want to know what really pisses me off? Musician who quits the band and subsequently causes band to break up and stop touring. While about a year later, this same musician wants to start his own version of the very same band. With guitarist John Ellis also stating, as a founder member of the Vibrators and the person who came up with the name and logo, I would not have given my blessing. I hope they don't do any of my songs. At the same time, I still would like to hear songs by the Vibrators played live. Keeping with demos, but also marking the start of this week's Covers Corner. This is the Vibrators and Interstellar Overdrive, Forward Stroke, Day Tripper.
Hi, this is Toya Wilcox, and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. And it would be a mystery if you listened to anything else. Get out there and rock!
straight after the vibrators and interstellar overdrive forward stroke day tripper you heard because i played the resonation project featuring john ellis and a demo of willie brown's future blues the original which can be found on the mississippi blues delta guitar pioneers compilation cd with the finished resonation project version hopefully to be included on their up and coming a new view of the blues album right on to new music but staying with covers corner but migrating out of demo mode the street walking cheaters have just released today today being the 30th of september future streaming downloading and on live rock radio uk listeners their album of covers called all the covers open brackets and more close brackets that features a staggering 38 tracks. I've already aired their version of The Runaways' Cherry Bomb that features Cheery Curry on vocals on episode 867. But now it's the turn of the Saints. Know your product. Yeah. 
Both Benny and Barn in our production meeting yesterday afternoon suggested that I should play, instead of Know Your Product, Taxi Driver, as I'm going to finish this segmentation with some Hanoi Rocks related music. Too obvious, I stated. Now, last Friday uh, at the Helsinki Ice Hall, Michael Munro put on a concert to celebrate his 60th birthday that was actually on the 17th of June. Uh, coincidentally, it was Steve Conti's on Friday. Anyway, over the course of something like three hours, Michael reformed Demolition 23, the rebirthed Hanoi featuring Luca, Timper and Costello, Michael's solo band with Ginger, who was then replaced by Ginger, who in turn gave way to Rich Jones before the original recording lineup of Hanoi took to the stage. The squirrel obviously went, and when I asked her, How it was, she just uttered one word, exhausting. The final track in this week's Covers Corner was the final song of the night that featured all the guests and was Credence Clearwater's revivals up around the bend. And it was awesome. I so hope that an official film or recording was made.
Ginger. Next Friday sees the release of Ginger Wildheart and the Sinner's self-titled album. I've already played three of the tracks that have already found their way onto various streaming platforms. The genre, apart from good, sees our hero taking a much more southern rock country path. I mean, they've already covered the Georgia satellites. Anyway, the band released last week a new single in the shape and form of Footprints in the Sand. What makes this release different from the previous is uh, instead of Ginger on lead vocals, it's Neil Iverson taking on that role. Have a listen for yourself. When I was born, I was no believer Never been hurt, wouldn't know a lie When I was born, Mama gave me two things A warm heart and an open mind
On episode 844, I played Guardians of the Legacy, the first new material from Eddie and the Hot Rods, not to feature vocalist and founding member Barry Masters. I said at the time that the intention from the Hot Rods was to release a new single each month leading up to the album's full release on the third anniversary of Barry's death in October of this year. New Frontier was uh, released in February with no new additions until Paradise appeared on the band's Bandcamp site in July. To be honest, I miss both of these. I blame Facebook algorithms. And uh, it wasn't until early this week uh, when I found them on uh, after uh, Paradise popped up on my timeline with regards to uh, the legacy chart where it had hit the top spot. Now, like Dr. Feelgood, Eddie and the Hot Rods contain no original members. However, unlike the new version of the Vibrators, the band didn't split up and reform with different members. Yeah, all right, they did in 1981, reforming three years later for a year before splitting up again until 1992, where the classic lineup regrouped. Uh, at this point, members left on their own accord, leaving only Barry as the only constant member. In 2018, the band announced that they would retire from headlining tours. A year later, a one-off celebration gig called Done Everything We Want to Do took place at the Islington Academy, which featured appearances from past members and special guests from the likes of uh, Captain Sensible, Duncan Reed and Lee Hegarty. As I mentioned, Barry passed away suddenly in October 2019 with long-time bassist Ian Dipster Dean taking on just the vocal duties. Before Barry's death, he had already announced that he was going to put down the mic due to health issues. So really, even if Barry was still with us, this lineup of Eddie and the Hot Rods is the one that would be playing live. So come on, baby, let's quit this town for
is everyone doing financially at the moment? One, two, three, four, <coughs> one, two. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, 19 for me. Cause I'm the tax man. the song sounded so apt of course that was the Beatles and the new mix of Taxman by Giles Martin and Sam Ockel from the up and coming revolver super deluxe five CD set that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops at the end of the month what interested me was the demixing technology that has achieved this it allows the separation of music previously bounced down together onto one track hands up all of those who'd love to see the dams music for pleasure given this treatment so we could get finally the sid barrett influence sounding album the band always wanted
Grimly themed, this didn't appear on Music for Pleasure, but as The Night of a Thousand Vampires is also out at the end of the month, from whence that live version was taken, I thought it would tie things up nicely. And to prove the damned Sid interconnectedness, here's Gigolo Aunt by Mr. Barrett that the damned would recycle as just Gigolo on the Anything album. I know I should have got Pete Fox to ask Roman about the backstory. Until next week, take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.